Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, William McGurr. I would like to share with you a dream that I had last night. I find it very mysterious and synchronistic and powerful, given that the course of some of the visions I've been having and dreams I've been having lately have been ancestral through my mother's lineage or the DNA angle of my mother's side for my physical avatar, the experience or the game that I've chosen to manifest into, I'm being shown that there's an opening or a channel of energy that is showing itself through me now with an opportunity for me to lock onto, heal, transmute, transform, grow from, learn from, seize opportunities from, energies from my mother's side, the matriarchal side of the family. So I'm not sure if I mentioned this in a podcast the other day, but I I had a pretty profound dream of my mother being in a house. I believe I did mention this. And I was walking around the house and she's having a meeting and her father was there, her grandfather, and uh, she was a little girl next to him. But then I walked around the corner, she's having a meeting with her spirit guides and these divinity beings or higher consciousness frequency beings that were guiding her egoic human evolution and learning experiences. And we were in a house and uh, something to do with the mortgage and some other things, right? So last night... I was walking everywhere. I'm, I'm going down these streets. And you know what? It, it was pretty beautiful. It was pretty nice. Like I'm, I'm walking around, going, going, going. And then all of a sudden, I'm on roller skates. And I find myself roller skating from one place to another. And I recognize that there's a bit of a angle in my right foot. So I do not have my toes pointing directly straight in front of me only on my right foot. They're pointing maybe two or three degrees out to the right, and it's causing wear on the tires or on the little wheels on the bottom of the roller skates, right? And this is, it was an inline skate that I was wearing. It wasn't the four-wheel roller skates. It was the uh, rollerblade roller skate model. And when I was really paying attention to this, I, I was roller skating, I'm going around and then I would consciously be like, what am I doing with my foot? What is going on? Let's straighten that out. So I straighten my foot out and then boom, super fast, speeding up and down the streets. And there's nobody really around. The streets are kind of empty, but it's still a nice setting. But then something strange happened. The streets and the area and the places that I were in were changing. The vibrant colors and stuff that I saw when I was walking everywhere and it wasn't really vibrant it was i should say comfortable the formality of recognition of understanding what was there it felt comfortable right and when i had these roller skates on i had a a vibrant fire passionate energy that was coming through me and the second i recognized that my foot was a little off my right foot father side or male energy, this is important that I'm recognizing, that energy is slightly off. Now this comes yesterday in the waking reality and in, in real dimension, if you will call it that, or this this incarnation. 
I did a very intensive yin yoga practice. I felt like I needed to do some pigeon poses. And that's where you put your, your leg down in front of you and you forward forward and your one leg is out behind you. And I, I worked specifically first on my right side. Massive shit came up. I was screaming. I was tearing out of my eyes. I was almost crying and uh, then getting very angry. My body was fighting tooth and nail to get out of that posture. And I laid there for 45 minutes, 40 minutes, said, fuck it. And I just, I'm like, you're a bitch. You're complaining about this. Shut the fuck up and release your bullshit, right? I was getting into that and like, I was starting to sweat. I was getting that hypnogatic jerk where my body was trying to uh, move me out of it or my mind, the ego, the defense mechanism, the comfortability, the from, uh, uh, familiar feeling that you're used to is being broken. New pathways are being forged. New opportunities and openings are being created, right? And I went through this and it was a difficult fucking process. I did my right leg. Did a few other postures. Uh, I did a leg over and did a twist. And then I did a uh, seated forward fold with my right leg uh, straight. And then my left leg bent with my ankle on top of my right knee. Really locking into that hip flexor, the hamstrings, uh, going into the upper calves. And really working that deep, right? I did this. And when I went outside after I finished my left leg to check the time, so I was waiting for somebody to come look at a tractor on the property to fix a 4x4 transmission drive shaft issue. And when I stood outside on the earth, I was psychedelic. I don't know how it came about, but I was almost in a surreal time warp, time lapse, jumping, uh, parallel reality shift, timeline shift, whatever you want to call it, I could feel something important. Now, what is more important to this story of this practice of yoga, the, the day that I chose to do it or why I chose to do it that day was because it was my mother's 260-day Tolkien birthday, the spiritual birthday. Uh, I believe it's spelled T-Z-O-L-K-I-N, right? From the date of your birth, every 260 days you cycle over. I mentioned this in one of my other podcasts about this. And I figured, well, you know what? My mother birthed this avatar. I chose my mother. I chose the DNA of my mother and my father, right? And maybe... On their 260-day birthday, there's a doorway and a gateway in some angle of my cells. There's an opening to some aspect of my DNA that allows me to go into my ancestral bloodline, to my ancestral patterns, and really mitigate, transform, diffuse, bring love and gratitude and healing to, to release, surrender, right? And then embody its full capacity and its energy, removing all the fear, the doubt, the guilt, the shame. And that's why I did that yoga practice. And I'm writing a book right now on this, on the 
260 day and the importance of recognizing this cycle, which we've been diverted away from. This ties into the number 13 and the Christianity and the churches and everybody bastardizing certain understandings of these frequencies, of these patterns, of these systems that we go through. For some reason, this has been left out. And for me, that's a huge fucking curiosity. Why is this being done? Right? So I do this. I go in. I go back out. I I do the rest of my yoga. And I made a mental note. And I got a lot of downloads through this process. And now with that, going back to the dream, which is where I started, I believe my right foot being angled on the roller blade, the roller skate, was an indication of confirmation and to be noticed, to work a little bit deeper on the male energy, the patriarchal energy of my ancestral past. I used to believe it had a lot to do with my father, and it probably does have to do with my father and male energy counterparts. But why, when I'm doing that yin posture on my right leg, am I twitching, am I getting sweaty, My mind is going crazy. I'm literally screaming to the point where my voice starts cracking and I lose my voice and I'm coughing, dislodging, feeling pulsating, going right into my sacrum on the right side. And then it started pulling over like 20 minutes. It started pulling on the left side of my sacrum in the upper glute maximus area going into the lower spinal column, which is where I have a lot of tightness, right? It's the root the seat of your soul, the root chakra for abundance, for security. Uh, They say the color red, but really you can attribute any color to any chakra in your body. But that whole sacral region, sexual energy, uh, feelings of self-worth or feelings of love and self-love and um, core energy that you can amplify and magnify in the creation of life, right? And it's all tied into that. So believing before that the right leg in the dream may have been attributed to my father, I'm starting to really come to understand now that the roller skates and my movement to go forward and the alignment that I need to have, my left foot, I wasn't really being brought to its awareness. It was only my right foot. Now, is it possible that it's not my father, my biological DNA human father, but it's my mother's father? Boom, right? Like this is like a fucking firework and a half that just went off in my head. And I started to recognize the dream and understand the dream better of my mother being with her grandfather, Andrew, right? In that dream and it being said to me over and over and over and over and over and over. So when I woke up, I'd remember it and I wrote it down. I didn't even know my great-grandfather's name was Andrew, this would be my mother's mother's parents, a person I never got to know. So how do I get that, right? Very important. And in this dream, I keep on going, right? I'm roller skating. And I start to see that the plane that I'm on, I'm shown about four planes. And maybe that's the most that I can see at this time because of where my frequency is. But I show that I'm back on a road or on a path and I'm not supposed to be on that path. And I can then see what looks like a lower level, but it's not lower. It's just an alternate frequency. As I'm on these roller skates and I'm skating forward, going, 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 
And then I keep on consciously looking at my foot. I'm like, why does my foot keep doing that? I bend it straight. I'm going faster. And then all of a sudden, this fear and anxiety comes up. I need a helmet. I need I need hand guards. You know those gloves you used to wear back in the 80s and 90s, and it has that little metal thing in the palm in case you fall forward? You, you land on that, and it slides on it instead of grinding up the palms of your hands? Those hand guard things, I remember that from being younger. I don't even know if that's still a thing nowadays. Maybe that is for rollerbladers or roller skaters. I don't know. It's a protective wear. I'm assuming that that's probably still around. I remember looking at my hands and I didn't have those. I remember feeling my head and like thinking, why the why don't I have a helmet on? And then I remember hearing myself, why the fuck do I need a helmet? What am I scared of? Why do you need to protect your hands? What are you blocking? What are you holding back from? What are you not allowing to flow in your head and in your hands that is causing you to be so off balance that's radiating down and distracting your foot and not allowing you to go at your optimal speed? And when it's when I saw that and I I heard this voice and I understood this, that my foot stayed straight and I started going so fast and then all of a sudden I was shown this other level, this... It was lower in the perspective of what I was looking at, but that's not the intention or the the implication of what they were trying to show me or what my higher self was trying to show me or my star being friends or whoever it is, right? And this level was beautiful. Same thing. Say, similar stuff, but they're like, what are you doing on this one? You're not supposed to be here. Get back here. Keep on going. You're going in the right direction. Get back here. And once you get to that thing, you're going to be boom down in this level. This is where you're supposed to be. And then I saw one level up, right? Which was more, more dense, I guess you could say. More fear-based. More trauma-based. More controlling. More surrendering your power to other people or other things. Right, and I didn't even didn't even notice that. Like I saw it there, I was aware of it, but no interest in it whatsoever. My focus was going to the other parallel realities, or timeline shifts, or dimensions, or whatever it is you want to call it. So I'm focusing on that one. I'm like, I got to get there, and it, it was an invitation for me to come back there. It was an invitation for me to go deeper into my practice of Yin Yoga and really getting into my right hip and utilizing and understanding these energies, these ancestral energies, the DNA hereditary patterns, uh, old belief systems, and fears, and guilt and shame that have been absorbed into my DNA by maybe universal law, maybe by the normal order of how things are, or by my own divinity of choice for the experience to grow from, learn, and teach from, which is what I'm doing kind of in a way right now, right? And I saw another level below that. And the level below that was so much abundance and bliss and unity, community, and love, and gratitude, compassion, enchantment, truth, honor. It was so inspiring that I remembered for the first time in a couple weeks so much of the entire dream that I wrote a few pages when normally it's about a paragraph in point form because I was trying to encapsulate all of the information to the best of my ability. I don't know why I'm supposed to do it. Maybe it's because I'm supposed to speak 
about it and share this out with people. I feel like the time is now for people to not hold on to information that they're given as uh, being a secret to life, the secret to mastery, the secret to them uplifting their soul and their abundance and their well-being while others still have to figure out their path. I believe the energy that we're being called to share on is one of being completely vulnerable, sharing openly everything. And yeah, the haters are going to come and talk shit and say things and try to discount it because of their own fears. You know how many emails and stuff I will get or comments from people, mostly negative or what negative is associated to, downward pulling or timeline altering, where people will try to shift me into their perspective simply because they have fear of this unknown and they discount it either out of jealousy or out of envy that they are not having the same experience. But you got to love them. You know you're doing it right when that happens. You know you're breaking boundaries and transisting over top of different old belief systems and evolving yourself. And by sharing it with people, you're planting the seeds in their consciousness and allowing them to have the opportunity to grow so that when they become in alignment with another calling another synchronicity for their own journey they'll start to remember that aspect and they'll be like holy fuck maybe this guy was on to something and eventually maybe they come back and they ask for help or eventually maybe they find their own epiphanies and their own dreams and their own understandings and then they evolve a little bit higher and then thus you are pulling other beings up to your conscious level or understanding thus you're creating your community creating your surroundings, you're creating your new earth, you're moving into those new timelines. What is more beautiful? Sharing that and going through that process and all of the infinite, unknown, amazing circumstances that could arise from that that I've not even shared in this, my understanding of it, or to hold it to yourself, which could be beautiful but I don't feel like that's the time anymore. Right? There's just a different energy flux that is in. And ironically, I've been thinking about this for quite some time. I've been prompted about this for months. And I got confirmations even yesterday night about this as well. That the time is for people to open up and share, create businesses that are giving back to other people to share their ideas, not out of fear that somebody's going to steal their idea, that somebody's going to do it before them, that they're going to be left behind, but with the intention of uplifting those other people, to bring those other people to a higher state. And maybe, sure, yeah, maybe they do pass you. Maybe they get there before you. But then guess what that does for you? That puts you in the back of the slingshot. And eventually when that goes, you might be behind them. But because you surrendered that out of love and gratitude and with hope and belief and trust that it's going to come back to you, you are now being spring-loaded way past them. Slingshot pulls back. They're going in front of you. They're kind of walking down the path and then boom, you're going way past them afterwards. And it's a repeating cycle. This isn't a one-shot Hail Mary, end of story. If you keep on doing this, 
Maybe you are meant to be this person. Maybe I am meant to be this person. I don't know. I'd be grateful if people found this information and my sharing of this experience transformational for their own growth. That would be truly wonderful for me to have that feeling. And if I grow from it, amazing. Is that my intention? No. I just feel like I'm supposed to share this. So I, anyways, I see this other layer, right? I see this fourth layer that's magnetic and abundant and everything else, and it brings me into it. And I, I feel like there's a massive opportunity here for all people, all beings, all of us, to really start being cognizant of our ancestral parental lineage, tuning into their frequencies and their energies. Generally on a day one, which I count by 13 days based on the Tolkien system, 26 days, every 13 days, it's a frequency. You're going up, you're going from sun to dark, sun to dark, sun to dark. Just the way of the fucking planet in the universe. You can say it doesn't matter because it's spiritual and there might not be light or dark and spiritual, but there's frequency, there's energy, there's pulsing, there's a pulsation, there's a current, an energy form that is present, I believe. And until somebody can unequivocally prove to me that this is not true, then I'll believe that it's not true and I'll believe whatever their hypothesis is. But until then, we cycle every 13 days, right? And now with this every 13 days, the 26th day, on day one, it has always been a very struggling uh, opportunistic day to lock into fears and old systems. I feel wonderful today. My mother is on her day one. She's not feeling too wonderful. She felt good yesterday. She's not feeling too good today. Or she's not acting like it. She's resisting the flow, the releasing of energies and stuff, right? Very important. And I I find myself having this dream on this day confirming multiple different layers of potential timeline shifts and realities that are always available to us. And it goes a little bit deeper than this. How how often can this happen? You have a 260-day birthday every 260 days. You have a opposite, opposing, yin, darker, uh, mysterious energy every 13 days from that zero day or 26 day, 13, 26, 13, 26, 13, 26, right? Now, what about tapping into your parental lines, your mother and your father's 260 day birthday? Your DNA is affected, quantum entanglement, spooky action at a distance, Albert Einstein, physicists, Nazim Haramine, epigenetics, Bruce Lipton, right? How fucking deep down the rabbit hole do you guys want to really go? And girls, there is quantum entanglement. So if it's happening to your parents, you can rest assured that it is happening to you. Without a doubt, you are physiologically being affected on a quantum mechanic level. So why not seize that energy and use it to your highest evolution and understand it? And know that on the day one, at least from my experience and what I've been witnessing, 
being confirmed by direct family members where they start acting weird on their day one, when they have those struggling moments, why not do an action of gratitude, of love and support, and allow them to just be that energy and direct energy to them that may help facilitate the releasing of those blockages. Now that you have this clear understanding and different perspective, a different pair of quartz glasses that you've put over your eyes and you can see where this is permeating from, instead of judging them of them having their problems, you can now understand that they are uh, in an unconscious state of resistance and fear and them dealing with ancestral patterns that they chose to deal with that we still have not been privy to because they are processing. So why not help support that process on your mother, on your father's side? Remind them that this energy flow, if they're open to these different belief systems, are present there for them so that they can transmute it and be conscious of it and start questioning it. It can only help you through quantum entanglement. Like This is wild, my friends. And it's truth. I can feel this as I'm explaining it to you. Now, if you pick up my book in the future, I'm explaining a lot more detail about this. And this goes into way more depth. And I believe there's a pattern in synchronicities that are arising. For example, my father's 260-day birthday for a sig- uh, significant count is actually on my mother's solar birthday this year. Boom! They're not twin flames, but they are soulmates. Is there a pattern emerging? Is destiny so entangled and patternized that I'm finding this type of sequencing? Yes, I am. I'll get into that in far more detail in my book in the future. Send me an email if you wish to know more. Uh, I won't disclose everything until my book has been published. Um, But anyways, getting back to the dream, uh, a very interesting fucking comment came to me to further this. Um, Rabbits have been popping up when I've been in alignment and doing things that are for my highest good. Avoiding parties, avoiding uh, unconscious sexual exchanges with uh, women at different parties and being around certain individuals or people and doing things and leaving that environment. So I'm like, you know, this doesn't resonate with me. Like drinking, partying, drugs, hanging out, talking about random stuff, hate, fear, propaganda, bullshit, right? Are you, are you unconsciously going into that reality and accepting it as truth and participating in it and putting your awareness to it, which manifests more of that? Because the universe, your limbic brain doesn't understand what is right or wrong. There's no such thing as right or wrong. All there is in this universe is your awareness to a subject matter or interest and that being manufactured by the universal law of creation for you to then go through and experience one more time or 10 more times, or 100 more times, or maybe a couple lifetimes, right? And now with that, rabbits started coming to me in this dream. Now I didn't see them, 
I see them in physical reality when I do these things, when I decide to make conscious choices. And I'm like, you know what? I, I'm good. I got to go. I leave. Rabbits will be on the middle of the street. Middle of fucking nowhere. Big, huge jackrabbits will be in the middle of an airport fucking parking lot. And yeah, there's fields all around, but it's all barbed wired up and like fencing and shit. Like, how the fuck do they end up in a parking garage? Right? Like it's just w- weird synchronicities. So I, in this, right at the end of the stream, after I was figuring out my alignment and the waste of energy that was happening with my foot being slightly off and the wear on the wheels that was happening as they're grinding on that angle, the different type of friction that was there and the conscious awareness that the friction is not required. You don't got to go through that friction. Just put your foot straight, fix that hip, fix that male patriarchal energy on your mother's side of the family. Not specifically from your mother, but from the grandfather, right? And maybe what he had, and that's maybe what I incarnated here to have the experience of understanding and sharing and releasing to all of you so that you can do the same and change lives, change my own life for the better. And then I was getting an invitation to the grand rabbit, great rabbit, <laughs> what the fuck does that mean, right? I was roller skating. I'm seeing these multiple levels, like the, the level that I'm moving to very quickly that I was already kind of in and I kind of shifted out of through a lot of allowance of believing that little critic voice in my head and getting very depressed and angry and giving up on certain things. And finding that fire and that passion, being more direct and online with that now, working and honoring my body and treating myself with love and doing more yin on my own, by myself, in a building where there's nobody else around. right? And eating better food, removing oil and fat from my diet, which I was guided to months ago. The detoxification of different joints and angles and aspects of my body that were holding those energies in the fatty tissues. right? All of that is being purged out. Because I've been making that effort and I'm now on that trajectory. And this invitation says to me, this conscious voice all around me, you're invited or you're being come down to the great rabbit, to the grand rabbit. What does that mean? It was a calling, a type of event or a calling to something. As I was writing this out, In my dream journal, my book, where I write down all of my dreams or thoughts or visions, on the page I happened to turn to as I was finishing writing an invitation or a gathering to something, there's an old receipt that I had in this book from where I purchased this book, which is a Viking blue book with a gold ink on the front, which means protection going over water. I have a receipt from the Glastonbury Abbey. The fee is $11 or 11 pounds. The total was 11 pounds. Cash amount, 11 pounds. 11, 11, 11. So is that a sign? Is that a synchronicity? Is that a sign or a synchronicity of just confirming that that experience was real and legit and that it is 100% something that I should be looking into or paying attention to? All of the synchronicities of seeing real rabbits on the street, pairs of three, 
groups of two. One, big jackrabbits. Coincidentally, the last time I saw a really big jackrabbit at the fucking airport was, what are we, August? Was the end of July when I went to go pick up my mother as she returned from the UK. Which is where this Abbey receipt is from. And now I'm writing about the Grand Rabbit invitation. I, there's something with my mother and rabbits as well. I could be driving to go do something or helping her with something, buying something for the property that she needs or going to pick her up. And there's always a big fucking rabbit, jackrabbit, huge ears, massive. Right? There's an energy there yet that I've not seem to be able to quite understand, but there's synchronicities that are happening. I already know the answer. It's in the collective consciousness. It's radiating down, and it's so powerful that it's in physical reality as confirmations. And maybe this is a sign for my journey, my trip that I'm coming up on right away this week, where I go over to Europe, to the forests. Maybe the grand rabbit, great rabbit, whatever that is, is a symbolism that I should be watching and following on my journeys. This is something I can update you guys on later and let you know about. Anyways, I'd like to end that there. I just wanted to share that with you, uh, highlighting the importance of coming to understand that honoring the quantum entanglement of your parental and grandparental DNA lineages on their 260-day Mayan count birthdays, the Tolkien's, or T-Z-O-L-K-I-N, is greatly, greatly important. You want the keys to the universe, everybody. You want to unlock your full potential. Telekinesis, levitation, teleportation, pyrokinesis, hydrokinesis, telepathy, psychic mediumship, all of those normal course of evolution opportunities are available to you as you come to understand and honor the path that you are on now in this present moment, in this present day. Understanding your parents and recognizing that you chose them as your parents and coming to understand their frequency fluxes and trying to help them better themselves or find more joy, peace, and balance, or an allowance of letting go of the old, will only benefit you going forward. Neglecting it, staying away from them because they're too toxic, and they're angry, and they're violent, they're alcoholics, they, they molested you, they raped you, they beat you, all those other things, those are factors that you would have to come to understand through your own course of meditation, through your own understanding of your situation, and just be mindful of it, right? Maybe you don't have the opportunity because it's not safe for you to interact with them in any extent, or they might have already passed away. That's okay. All you got to know is their birthday. It's very easy to calculate. Month, day, and year. And you do a little bit of mathematics and you can figure it out. And if you happen to know the time, if they're born early in the morning, if they're born later in the afternoon on that date, it will add to the clarity 
right, of tapping into that energy. And this is available to everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. You hate your parents. You hate your mother. Uh, you miss them so much. You, you're an orphan. Well, okay, orphan might be a little bit more complex. But that's almost like a, a lottery for the unknown. Maybe there's some magic held inside of that as well if you are an orphan and you don't have connection to your direct parents. But I promise you, if you meditate on this and you're doing yin yoga and you're cleaning your energy system out through removing toxic oil, fatty foods, and high-protein diets, you will get a download and a knowing of when that is. If you are meant to find that out, it may be irrelevant for you. And maybe this is an incarnation where you chose to go through this path to really focus and hone in on your own personal energy because you don't need to release any old patterns or ancestral works. You're being called to really focus in on your own 260 day, the angular moments in between the 260 day, which are every 65 days, 265 days or 130 day, then your solar day and then your moon day right? Your moon cycle after July 25th, the resetting of the moon when the sun rises with Sirius, right? There's so many different angles that you and that you can pay attention to, that you can really hone in onto for yourself. And if you are in the position where you find yourself not knowing your parents' birthday or they're not your real parents, and don't feel frustrated with this at all. Feel fucking blessed. You will have a superpower and a magic transformational ability, opportunity, skill set, gift that is only going to be available to you because of the course of life that you've chosen. It's up to you to find that deep inside of yourself. Focus on your heart. Focus on your high heart. Write down your dreams and ask physically out loud. Sound like a crazy person. Talk to yourself. Spirit guides, ascended master teachers, angels, archangels, shadow beings, star beings, ancestral family beings, higher self of my mother, of my father who is past who I never got to know. Come forth and help me understand what it is that I need to focus on. What am I unlocking that is part of my destiny, my fate? in this journey, in this incarnation. And you will get the answers, I promise you. It's just a matter of you listening to it. You already have the answers, right? You just got to rediscover it, and that's part of the joys of life. So I leave you there, my friends. Thank you all. I love you all. Thank you for tuning in. And if you listen to this entire podcast, I'm very grateful. I hope whoever takes this information and puts it into good use Honestly, I want to hear from you. I want to hear the revelations. I want to hear your interpretations, your understandings. <coughs> Excuse me. You can reach out to me at info at twopeacocks.com. T-W-O-P-E-A-C-O-C-K-S.com. You can follow me on Instagram, send me a message there, or you can follow me on TikTok and send me a message there. William underscore McGurr on Instagram. Two peacocks on TikTok. Until the next time, my friends, stay happy, full of brilliance, power, respect, 
Allow that chi energy to flow inside of you and mesmerize yourself and find that joy and love for life. Take care.